grateful for you always being faithful, Lord. There's no denying your faithfulness, Father. We ask, Father, that our faith grows, Lord. No matter what's happening in our lives, Lord, that we can understand that you are sovereign and God over everything. No matter what type of news we have, despair we're in, Lord, struggle that we're in, Jesus, it is you and you alone, Lord, that has the answer. I ask, Lord, that these tithes and these offerings, Lord, be a blessing to this ministry, Lord, continue to be a blessing to our community, Father. But let us not find ourselves letting it be a curse in our lives, Lord. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you just continue to bless us, Lord, give us wisdom in everything that we do, Father. We understand that you do so much more, Lord, than we could ever ask for. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen, amen. God bless everyone. Y'all may be seated, amen. God bless the musicians this evening. I think I sweated more in 30 minutes than 35 miles at Universal Studios. Thank you, Brother Lorenzo. That's not his fault, actually. They were working, doing some maintenance on the AC units this week, brothers and sisters. They were here all day one day looking at every one of the units where they just happened to turn off the program of the, of the church. So we didn't have any AC when we first got here. But it's cooling down. It's cooling down. Let's heat it back up now with the word. Amen. Uh-oh. Are we going to amen? Let's see what direction we take the spirit takes us in tonight. If it's going to be one that's freely accepting God's word or if it's going to be one with the hammer. Amen. I tell you one, you know, if God gives us that decision for me, it's I want it to be free as it can be. Let's release ourselves from any kind of struggles that we have, amen, any kind of spirits that we have in our lives right now. God bless the, the kids this evening, amen. Amen. Altar's okay when I say kids for, but not the choir. I was going to say, see, I didn't say the youth yet. So you see, I'm tricking them there because they give me this look like we're not the Christian kids anymore. We're the Christian group. They respond to kids when they're ready to go to class. Do you see that? And I want everybody to see that. God bless them. They're excited about what they got to do. Let's continue to pray for that minist- for the ministries there, amen. That God continues to inspire and also unify the message. That's what's so important these days, isn't it, brothers and sisters, is the unified message. Is that unified message. What is that message that the church is taking? You know, what are we doing? What are all these years that we've learned and we've put the word in our hearts? It's the, you know, wh- what is the word? What is the word? Anybody, what's the word? It's a seed, right? Amen? Is it a seed? Am I the only one that thinks it's a seed? It's a seed. And if the word's a seed and it's reaching ground that can is fertile, then there should be what? Fruit. And sometimes uh, um, our fruit is bitter. Where did that come from, huh? That's where our praise sometimes isn't, um, doesn't uh, warrant to honor a God. Our praise isn't. Our praise is a migraine, our praise is tiredness, our praise is allergies or whatever it could be. Our praise has to be a consideration of our our sacrifice to a living God. Doesn't matter what you're going through, doesn't matter, there's no good excuse. There's no good excuse. If you have a pulse on you and you have a voice that and hands that can clap right now, then you do that. And you glorify him because you know what? Uh, Shame on us for how good God is. God is... Like I said, a merciful God. But I tell you one thing, brothers and sisters, the world doesn't recognize his mercy. We recognize his mercy and understand how great it is, but the world doesn't. So the world around us is getting worse and worse, not better and better. We've got to get closer and closer to God, amen? So uh, let's think about these things as we turn to Hebrews 11.6. title of tonight's message is Priorities. What are our priorities, brothers and sisters? We think about that a lot, amen? We think about our priorities, our priorities, amen? Some of us, we come to the Lord for different reasons. So many reasons that you can think of people come to the Lord these days. 
think about some of the reasons. Some of them are very heartfelt, touching, right? They do it to change their lives, to be better for their families. Amen? I guess nobody did that here. Got to wake up, brothers and sisters. Don't let that spirit pass you. Some of us, we come to the things of the Lord because we had great addictions, great things that just needed to be broken in our lives. Didn't have a family yet, but we also didn't have a future plan. Death was knocking at our doorstep. You know, and and again, for the reason that we come is is what our, our roots should extend themselves. Some of us came for a job opportunity. Uh-oh. Oh, I heard that, you know, somebody owns a business in that church. Let's go to church. Maybe I'll get a job. Want to hear that, do we? Again, if our if our roots are really small in, in the dirt, then guess what? When the wind comes, our tree's going to tip over and our roots are going to be stricken with the sun. But no matter what reason you came for, you're still in front of a God that can see all things and examines all things and has a double-edged sword that reaches all things. So his power is greater than we can imagine. So 1 Corinthians mentions that charity, charity believeth all. But I also have a statement that I say every single time when I see somebody. I said, do, ne- do not, never, never mistaken mercy for weakness. Because God's mercy is great. God's mercy brings everything to light. So it doesn't matter if man wants to fool me, trick me, deceive me. God's light is greater than any deception. Amen. Hebrews 11.6, I don't know why I said that. Honestly, sometimes God, forgive me if I speak, I'll, you know, misspeak here, Lord, or bless the words that were spoken. Hebrews 11.6, hermanos, estamos leyendo, how do you say priorities in Spanish again? ¿Cómo? Purity? Prioridades? Prioridades, wow, that's a tough one. Está duro eso. ¿Qué son los que tenemos en nuestras vidas? Muchas veces son cosas que necesitamos, son cosas que estamos trabajando porque ten, tenemos pagos, gastos. Pero muchas veces esas cosas uh, los ponemos sobre uh, nuestro andar con Cristo. Estamos siempre pensando en esto. ¿Cómo lo vamos a hacer? ¿Cómo lo puedo hacer? Voy a trabajar, voy a trabajar, eh, todo esto. O tenemos otras cosas que ponemos sobre El entendimiento de nuestra fe con Cristo, nuestra salvación. How sad is it when we put something above our salvation? You know, it, 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 it can happen, brothers and sisters. You know, the, the word of God talks about a lot of things, idolism, all these different things that come into our lives, That these, these type of priorities that come, that from the very beginning, if you go from the very beginning of time, it talks about you have to have your priorities aligned. Go to the very beginning, Genesis 1-1. You'll start to see the priorities that were in line. God set priorities. He fulfilled them. There was a process for everything. But we read here in, in Hebrews eleven six, and it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek them. Seek him, I'm sorry. So it is impossible, brothers and sisters. It is impossible for us to... Serve God without our faith. It is impossible. We, we, you know, because you're, you're, you, you can't see God. There's something there that, you know, uh, there's something there that has to trigger for you to, to believe that there's a God. More and more in these days, people are denying him because of what they see around them, what they can see around him. Not knowing that God has been pushed away from a lot of things that are around them. The evilness that's around us. You start to think about the evilness that's around us. The lack of justice around us. Because justice is a beautiful thing. It's a thing that God speaks a lot about in the Bible. But he doesn't talk about the justice that it's common today. He doesn't talk about social justice. That's a common thing today. He, God doesn't talk about social justice. His justice is greater than social justice. 
that's a, 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 a hum, humanistic term that's been, they tried to grab something that's pure from God and, and mix it into the dirt of things. People don't even know where social justice came from, but that's a government term. It's a government term, the government in control of things. That was the social justice. But again, people wouldn't know that. They would think that it's just like, no, it just means equality and all the things that are needed. But again, brothers and sisters, for us, we have got to ask God for this wisdom, demand this wisdom from God, or we'll start to believe everything. We'll start to accept everything. Are you scared of that? Are you scared at all here that that the way you believe right now might not be the way you believe next year because you're not getting closer to the things of God, you're getting further away? This is where repentance is important from from actions, from sins, from mistakes. How many of us have repented from mistakes? Ask God, and, 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 and what is repentance of mistakes, not doing them again? Is it repentance of mistakes to, to ask God, forgive me, God, uh, from this, and then just to do it again? As Paul says, God forbid that we mistaken his grace. Importante, hermano, de esos días son bien uh, confundidos. Mucha confusión ahorita en estos días. Más que, que nunca porque gente ya no sabe qué creer. Ya no saben, nomás están como ovejas ahorita, siguiendo lo que sea. Y la Biblia habla de eso también. Que, que no, nomás hay un pastor. Un bosque debemos oír, debemos seguir. Pero ahorita hay un bosque que tiene un potencia y que tiene gente temblando. No tenemos un éxito si estamos confiando en este mundo. El éxito está en el Señor. You know, some of us are confiding and thinking that your check's going to be in the mailbox next week. got quiet here everybody's like brother Gabe did you hear something or find out something that we don't know about how would you how would it be it'd be a different service if I told you your check's not here next week some of y'all might pull out some phones and update some resumes but it's beautiful when you don't worry about those things because you know God's got everything in control and oh man you 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 don't know what it is for God to be in control see because some of y'all have something else that's in control if it's somebody else that brings income in, if it's parents, if it's whatever it is. God's got to be in control for you to trust in these things. For God to be in control, your faith has got to be on point. Our faith has got to be on point. Amen, brothers and sisters. Nuestra fe es importante, hermanos, porque no sabemos lo que va a venir, que viene, que viene en semana, que viene mañana, lo que viene esta noche, lo que viene. Pero sabemos una cosa que si estamos en, un, en los manos de un Dios vivo. Es una terrible, terrible cosa dice la Biblia. Pero es una cosa bien bonita también si confiamos que estamos en sus manos. En manos del alfadero. Pero el, los manos que los levanta sobre todo el, el humo lo que sea alrededor de nosotros. It's a terrible thing to be in the hands of a living God. The word of God says this. But I'd rather be in his hands that can lift me up above the smoke. And we've seen it. We've experienced it. And sometimes it's shame on us because we don't come here with that emotion. We don't come here with that, that strength that, okay, I need this, God. I need something. I need your word in my life right now. I have all these things coming against me. But you are my shield. You are my buckler. And I have your power in my hand with your word. If we turn to Matthew 6, 25. Matthew 6, 25. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Easy for you to say, Brother Gabe. What ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. It's not the life is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Verse 26. 
Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Now, brother and sister, it was so powerful. You know, the, the, these, this, this word, this word, you know, God bless our pastor, you know, during difficult times, this word became alive in our lives. You know, when, when God was directing him during uh, all the chaos of Y2K and everybody was, you know, building fences and uh, creating ammo depots in their house and, and teaching their children to be militia. I laugh a little bit about that, but there was a little bit of this chaos. Some of y'all, some of y'all were just barely born in Y2K and weren't even born in Y2K and don't understand this. But there, let, let somebody tell you about the, the, the confusion that was happening here. But the Lord gave Pastor this message, right? And he, could, could, how, how, what, what was his faith like? We talk about faith a little bit, but listen to that. You, th- these verses right here, he gave to him to stop the panic in him or the whole church would have been. You got to prepare, brother and sister, start bringing some foods in here and doing all this stuff. And everybody was telling them that. But I remember these verses right here. This is enough. (laughs) This was enough. Look what it says there. Behold the fowls in the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barn. Listen to that. Listen to that. How many of y'all went through a day-to-day Chaos and everything because you were doing the opposite of what these birds do. How many of you were just storing and doing stuff today, figuring out stuff, your future plans, stock markets? I got to go to work. I got to put overtime in because I'm going to, you know, I'm planning for this and this and this and this and that. And then you see this word right here, how precious it is. It's almost like a word of take it easy. God's got it in control. But if God doesn't got it in control, then you're out of control because that's all you're thinking about. That's all that's on your mind. You may not show it. You, you may not be in around people. You don't want to be around people because that's all you do is show it. But think about it for a second. Think about what this word, the words, how powerful this is. Where is your faith? Does your faith, faith trust God this much? Or are we afraid that we're not worthy Look what it says, the fowls. It doesn't even say something beautiful like the beautiful birds of the air. The fowls. Some of us see ourselves in a mirror and we say, well, this is why I got to work hard because I don't know if God's going to completely support me. Oh, you don't know God, do you? You don't know his mercy, his grace, his love for you. The process of to be in the hands of the playmaker. A potter's hands. Oh, it'll hurt. It'll hurt. Yeah, trust me. If you're trying to deceive him, he'll break you. But he'll make you into a beautiful cup. But this this word's so powerful because again, we get all these anxieties. How many of y'all struggle with anxiety? I struggle with anxieties. Not all the time though, but I struggle with anxiety. Mainly when I'm flying. Here we go. Here we go, Joe. They told you about my stories. I'm flying. I think I passed my anxieties on to Gabby. Gabby doesn't like to fly now because of me. She's like, man, if he talks as bad as he does, and there's probably other people here that don't want to fly because of all the Brother Gabe's stories. But we have got to get on the plane to get home sometimes. There's been times, brothers and sisters, and, 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 and again, I got to just talk a little bit about it, right? But there's been times that I'll look, and I'll look at the weather, and it looks like hell. Literally, there's hell around the airport, but it looks like hell, too. It's red, purple. I've been at airports where the lights turn off because there's lightning around the airport. And and there's part of me that says, you know what, I I can wait till tomorrow to go home. But God has me right there and says, you got to get on the plane to get home. What are you going to do? You know, you're 1,300 miles, 1,800 miles away from home. Sometimes even farther. It, the, the worst ones, right, when you, they don't tell you before, like, okay, we're going to be uh, boarding the plane here in about 15 minutes. They don't tell you, hey, we're expecting a really bad flight. They don't tell you out there. 
if you if some of y'all if you've ever flown they don't ever say hey we're going to be boarding the plane in 15 minutes be expecting a really bad flight because there's really bad weather they'll tell you the the pilot tells you when the door's shut hey y'all this is the captain uh we're right now trying to figure out how we're going to go around this storm you're on the plane already and and the door's shut your faith is going to be tested praise god for that those moments are important learning moments in our life, too. And no matter what age you are, you're going to have a moment of turbulence. If it's news that you get. Hermanos, hay cosas que van a venir en nuestras vidas que vamos a estar probados de nuestra fe. Pero debemos confiar, como dice la palabra aquí. Que como Dios conceda, conceda, is it consider? Como dice aquí, miran las aves del, del cielo. Mira qué bonito dice, lo dice en español. Las aves del cielo. También mi voz también, oítes. I don't, I don't Behold the fowls. It says it's so much better in, in, in Spanish, right? Mira los aves del cielo. Que no sembran ni ciegan. Ni alguien en alfoles. Y afoles. Y vuestro Padre Celestial las alimenta. No sois vosotros muchos mejores que ellas. El pensamiento aquí es no, que no creemos que somos más mejores que ellos. ¿Qué cosa no? Que lo ponemos abajo de un pájaro. We don't think we're better than the birds of the air. And this is why it's the rat race and we're trying to figure out how we're going to do this, how we're going to do that. And we're killing ourselves, ourselves, because of our thoughts. We keep on reading here in verse 27. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubic to his stature? Man, I tell you one thing, you know, I wish somebody would have told me this a long time ago. They did. I just didn't listen. This is truth. Some of us are stressed out for something that it's out of your hands. There's some things you can control. There's other things you can't control. Why are you stressed out about when things are going to change? If you can't control when things are going to change, all you can control is how you change. And we miss, we put, we, we redirect our energy into other things. ¿Por qué, hermanos, como dice la palabra aquí, más quien de vosotros podrá congojándose andir? How do you say stress, being stressed? Estresantes o estando estresado? Estresado. ¿Qué va a cambiar algo? How many of us that, you know, we, we, we're not so good when it comes to stress. If we're not, we need to take, take to this word and understand what it's saying here. ¿Cuántos nosotros no estamos, no somos buenos con, con el, 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 el estrés? El estresado? Yeah, yeah. Zion, he's not. Muchos mucho nosotros no estamos, no somos bien en esas cosas, hermanos. Some of us aren't admitting that we're not good, but we're not good at that. We keep on reading verse 28. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. Listen to that. How can we be better than flowers of a field, huh? How, how does our mind get to that point that the stress overtakes it, saying, you can't. But consider the lilies of the field. There's flores. Mira como, como habla aquí, hermanos, que y por el vestido, por el, el que, ¿cómo dice aquí? Con, con gojais, preparar los li, lirios del campo. Como crecen, no trabajan ni hilan. ¿Es hilan? Or? Verse 29. And yet I say unto 
unto you that even Solomon, even, even Donald Trump, even Jeff Bezos, even Bill Gates, even Oprah Winfrey. Who else you want to throw in there? Got any more wealthy people that you guys aspire to be? That even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like these. The lilies of the field. That your God considers them like he considers us. Verse 30. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? O ye of little faith. Como dice aquí, hermanos, hombres de poca fe. You can see that Jesus referred a lot to faith. Faith is, is critical in, in your belief. If your faith is, 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 is little, then, then your actions are little. If your faith is big and you believe in a big God, then your actions are big. But again, if we're little in our faith, then our actions are little. And our, 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 you know, we, we can't expect a lot from God if our actions are little, brothers and sisters. No, no podemos expectar algo grande de Dios, hermanos, si nuestra fe es poco. Necesitamos añadir, crecer nuestra fe. ¿Cómo lo hacemos, hermanos, con, con la palabra? ¿Cómo lo hacemos, hermanos, con, con uh, uh, um, uh, uh, creyendo sus mandamientos, haciendo sus mandamientos? La práctica, la práctica, practicando la palabra de Dios. Estamos ganando la palabra de Dios, llevándolo y, y sabiendo cómo aplicarlo en cosas en nuestras vidas. I, you know, I've mentioned this before. There's, there's times that if you don't know how to do something, there's always somebody that can show you how to do something, right? You know, some, there's a video that will show you how to do something even though you didn't know how to do it. There's examples in the word of God that will show you how to get through difficult times. No matter what your difficult time is right now, there's examples in the word of God that can show you how to get through them. What are you going through right now in your life that you think is so difficult that the word of God can't get you out of it? What are you going through? You think you're going through something that's so difficult that the word of God can't get you out of it? You need to get into the word of God because there's some pretty difficult. There's a sea that opened up. Are you going through that? Are you a slave right now? Physically a slave? There's hope in the word of God. Something's got to trigger your faith. Because your faith is stagnant. Just think about that for a second. Look, if God's right there, God's right there at that speaker, right? God's right there at that speaker. God's right there at that speaker. God will always be at that speaker and stay there unless I start to do this. The more I do that, the closer God gets to me. God's always going to be that distance if I'm stagnant in my faith. Se va a acercar Dios a nosotros cuando nosotros comenzamos a andar sobre Él. Cuando estamos a, a andando y creyendo en su palabra y queriendo ir al Señor, Él se acerca más a nosotros. Pero hermanos, nuestra fe, esta cosa que es más difícil a entender, como un Dios dio al hombre, I don't know how you say will, free will. Buena voluntad? No. How do you say free will? This isn't a Mexican church, I've decided. After today, it's not a Mexican church. We're going to stop playing Mexican music. There's no Mexicans here. Okay? There's probably Puerto Ricans here, maybe. ¿Cómo? Libre abratío. Al, al río, vamos, brother. Okay, 
I believe you're Mexicans now. Maybe I'm not the Mexican. No, no, no podemos entender, hermanos, cómo Dios puede dar eso al hombre para que podamos tener una decisión que es libre para nosotros. Dio al hombre la oportunidad para, para hacer una decisión si lo va a seguir al Dios o si van a seguir a su mismo querer. Qué, qué bonito es Dios, hermanos. Pero muchas veces no entendemos eso, eso y seguimos a nuestros corazones. No a su palabra, no a su voz. It's hard to understand why, why did God give free will? It would be so much easier if he said, no man, you're a zombie. You're just going to follow me until you die. Right? But God just, in his might, he, and, and then he makes a statement when you see, you see the Old Testament all the way to the New Testament. He makes a statement to where we have, we see how beautiful his sacrifice is. The love letter he sends us at the cross is something that a decision becomes easier. Muchas veces, hermanos, uh, no, no entendemos por qué Dios puede dar, uh, puede, puede ser uh, nuestras decisiones tan libres en seguirlo. Pero la cruz, hermanos, una letra de, una letra romántica que Él dio su vida para nosotros. Un Dios dejó su trono de gloria. Por el amor para nosotros. Pero a veces no es, eso no es suficiente. But sometimes that's not sufficient. That wasn't sufficient for some of us. That wasn't enough. It's not enough. I've seen a movie before. I've seen a military person that gave his life for his fellow soldiers. But it's, it's great when you, you take the aspect of a, a God, a king. Somebody that didn't have to. Because he wanted us to have an opportunity for salvation. We go to 31, brothers and sisters. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? I'm interested in this passage right here as Jesus is talking to, to probably a lot of people that were very poor. I bet you there was people in the audience, there was business people, there was people that are, are, are not even business people, but also just people that worried to Martha. Martha, Martha, Martha. What does he say to Martha? You worry about what? Son cristianos? Y mexicanos voy a preguntar eso. Son cristianos, no, no saben lo que. You worry about what's here on earth. Your sisters desired something beyond earth. So as he, as you see this, this, this passage that he's writing here, you know, he's talking to people that are full of anxiety. So worried, you're so worried, worried all the time. He's talking to my mom who calls me all the time. Are you home? I heard a, I heard a, 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 a a storm's coming or I heard something. Don't worry. God's got it in control. Thank God for that. He's been in, he's been in control. I want, I, want to, I want you to enjoy these last years and be at peace. So she needs that. The people that worry. Worry. Are you worrying all the time? You're worrying all the time. There's a couple of things, right? You got to first examine where your faith is. Where's my faith at? Are you worrying all the time? Where's your faith at? Where's your faith at? And then the second thing is if, if you're worried about your faith, where your faith is at, they start to say, is there sin in your life? Okay? The third thing is, is that have we repented from things? Just because you stopped doing it doesn't mean you repented. Have you asked for forgiveness from things? Are you carrying something? How, how ridiculous is it that it's so easy just, just to humble ourselves and say, hey, forgive me for this. Forgive me for this misunderstanding. Forgive me for this. And just be done with it. Or just to carry it with you and, and carry a curse with you. How horrible is that? Because you're 
Because your pride doesn't allow you to humble yourself and say, forgive me. I made a mistake. I, I, mean, I mean, would you do that? Would you ask for forgiveness from someone if it would clear something? Right now, right now, uh, you, you you call a credit card company, right? You have you have fifteen hundred dollars in debt, and you just can't pay it. If Andrea, I told you, hey, if you call this credit card company and you just say, "I'm sorry," they're gonna forgive your fee. Andrea, I guarantee you, you'd be on the phone. And say, I need to tell you something right now. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. We all would, because we're seeing something that's physical and knowing that it would happen. We don't see something that's spiritual, and we know that it can happen also if you ask for forgiveness. That's part of the repentance process. Sometimes pride doesn't allow us to do it. El orgullo es algo bien feo, hermanos. Los judíos lo tienen, tienen mucho orgullo, los judíos. Por eso Dios habló mucho de esto. Los fariseos y... El orgullo, el orgullo que tienen ellos, hermanos. Pero es importante que ese orgullo no deja que el pecado reina en nuestras vidas. Porque estamos llevando una maldición en nuestras vidas. Y a veces pasándolo a nuestros hijos. Sometimes we pass this curse on. We teach this curse. I pray that my kids can identify these things and discern these things and, and break free from these things as I'm in the process of breaking free from them. As God showed me that the greatest examples, and I've mentioned it before, that my parents ever showed me is in their failures, showed how they got back up and changed and grew and forgave and loved. Who cares about all the, the, the stuff that, you know, is all just mouth. The actions is what made me a believer. Seeing the pain, seeing the slaps in the face, but having to love and get back up and do it again. What an example we have in those that follow Jesus. Amen. We uh, turn to verse 32. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth, that ye have need of all these things. That's the thing right there, brothers and sisters. That's the thing is that God knows you have needs. Say that with me. God knows I have needs. God knows I have needs. Because the first thing we think of when we have a need is God doesn't know. Let me put it on social media. He'll know after that. Hermano Finance, sometimes you have some very good wisdom. Hermano Finance said something very wise to me one day, and I'm grateful for that. She said that, she said that you're, you, you told me one time that your mother told you never to talk about what happens at home. Never to talk about the stuff that happens at home or talk bad about your husband or any of that stuff. This was when she was in the world. You got great advice from your mother. Because the people that you're going to tell, they can't do nothing for you except spread that around. But yet we vent and we talk about everything and we're emotionally bound to everything. Let me just put it out here. What's that doing for you? Oh, look, at I got, I got five likes on my sorrows. Seriously? Look how crazy we are, huh? Oh, look it, I'm trending. I'm trending on my tears. You're crazy, you're crazy. It's okay, though, because sometimes we, we need that little check in our lives to say, okay, God, you know, I got to just trust in you, and you know what my needs are, amen? Verse 33. Look at how this is all wrapped up, what we just read. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. So God doesn't say, look, you have needs. I can fulfill your needs. Because how nice is that for people? We'd have a long line of cars here with handouts, wouldn't we? If we were like, God can fulfill your needs. Because there's going to be needs everywhere. 
There's needs everywhere right now. There, like I said, there would be cars till another state for people with needs. So the church is good about announcing that, and, and I'm telling you that people can recognize that, hey, the church will do it. But look what God says here. After he talked about, hey, I'll be there for you. I'm going to take care of you. Look at the birds. Look at the flowers. Look at this stuff. I'll take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. But he wraps it all up with this right here. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And then what does it say, brothers and sisters? And all of these things will be at what things? The things we just read. Your anxieties will be gone. Your fears will be gone of what's going to happen tomorrow because you're seeking the kingdom of God today. But when you don't do that, the way these things happen. If we turn to Luke 12, 34. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Porque donde está vuestro tesoro, allí también estará vuestro corazón. Brothers and sisters, it's common. What you're talking about, what you're, what you're excited about is what's in your heart. How many of us are talking about the things of God? How, much, how many of us are testifying how good, how great and awesome it is? Or how many of us are talking about other things? When's the last time you have talked about God? I talk about them every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, brother. I have a ministry of talking about God. I sing. Whatever you're talking about is what's your treasure in your life right now. We've got to find ourselves talking more about God. Because he deserves it. Lo merece, hermano. Que nosotros hablamos de Dios. Y que bueno es para nosotros. Que bueno ha sido para nosotros. Pero muchas veces no estamos haciendo eso. Estamos hablando de la problema. Estamos hablando de la necesidad. Estamos hablando de. De otras cosas también. Pero no estamos hablando de Dios. Es bonito que cambiamos nuestro hablar. Amen. If we turn to Psalms 90.12. Psalms 90.12. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Again, we, we use this example right here. If God's right there, I, I, I to get to God, I got to go to God. But if my days are numbered, and I know that that's the distance to my, how, how, you know, we say that that's great, but David's asking here, God, show me what my days are so I know how quickly I must get to you, how quickly I must demand these things. Because some of us, we're very confident. I'm young, got this stuff going for me. We have no promise for God. The only promise we have is that we, Merciful God that loves us, and we pray that His word gets to us. Amen. We turn to Haggai chapter 1, verse 9. He looked for much, and lo, it came to little. And when ye brought it home, I did blow upon it. Why? saith the Lord of hosts, because of my house that is waste. And ye run every man unto his own house. Verse 10. Therefore the heaven over you is stayed from dew, and the earth is stayed from her fruit. And I called for a drought upon the land, and upon the mountains, and upon the corn, and upon the new wine, and upon the oil, and upon the which ground bringeth forth. And upon men and upon cattle and upon the labor of hands. Why does it say that the Lord did these things? Because we were so concerned about our needs. 
We're so concerned. We didn't seek first the kingdom of God. We, we, we sought first what we needed more than what he needed. How to progress his kingdom. How to consider the church. Brothers and sisters, there's so many things that impact decisions in in. in and at times we're at a crossroad in our lives where a decision that we make today affects our future. Our heart has to be right. Some of us have always, may have grown up and didn't have good teachers of having a heart that's right. I've mentioned this before. Some of us haven't taught our, taught our kids how to say thank you. Somebody, if you're at a table at a restaurant and, and somebody brings you a, a refill, say thank you. Some of y'all don't do it. You're ungrateful. But I'm not so worried about that because, you know, I could get lost in that and I could be around somebody and say, man, that person, I can't believe they don't say thank you. Or, or I can feel bad for that person because I know if you're like that, then Sometimes we're not getting that grace from God. I have a responsibility as a parent to to teach my kids to be like that. Be respectful. Be and it's work. It's not easy. You can ask my kids how many times I'm like, hey, you know, next time say thank you when that person does that. I've said it so much that I've annoyed myself saying it. On this trip where I was at a restaurant, and, 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 and I said it like four times within 10 seconds. And I said, that was, was that odd? I actually questioned myself just because I had a habit because she brought a couple of things very quickly. And I said thank you every, within a little short span. I said, was that overly thanking? I questioned myself. And I think that's good that you're in a place that you're appreciative. How many of us are appreciative or how many of us are just so wretched? Are you wretched? Got to break free from that because you know what? You want that sun to shine on you too. Amen. Praise God. I see the lightning coming, so we're going to wrap up here. Why don't the musicians pass on up? If we turn to Micah 6.8. He has showed thee, O man, what is good and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do what? Justly and to love what? Mercy and to walk how? Humbly with who? Help us, God, to seek these things out, Father, with all our heart. Amen. If we turn to Proverbs 21, 21. He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life. Righteousness and honor. It's a good the book of wisdom. This is what we we want. We want to find these great things. But we have to pursue great things. Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Listen to that. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For they shall be satisfied. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? Second Timothy 2.22. 2 Timothy 2.22. Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness. Faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Listen to this, what Paul's telling Timothy here. Flee. Some of us, some of us, some of us, some of us are old. But you still act like you're young and things that you're chasing. Look what he's telling right here. Flee youthful lust. And what? But follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace. With them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. God, we have so much need that we sometimes forget, Father, that you are the supplier of everything, Father. Forgive us, Lord, because we fail many times because 
we trust in what we see instead of what we know is true. Your word is true, Lord. But we're influenced, we're influenced. There's so many things that influences us. We wake up and the stock market's different. We're influenced. We're afraid, are we gonna get that loan? Are we gonna get that house? We're influenced. I don't, want to, I don't want to be afraid of stuff like that. Like I t- I've spoken to you in my, my examples that God's shown me enough not to worry about that. I've had two major things in my life. One of them was uh, God healing my son or taking care of my son. And the other one was when God showed me that I got everything in control. You know, the banks can shut all over the world, all over the country for sure. But I can just have somebody pick up a phone and mail you a check that, that was already done when, when it's been closed. And that's glory to God. Well, when you have people at the title office telling you, I need to tell you this, do you realize that somebody mailed a check when the banks are, they weren't doing that anymore. I still remember looking outside of my office thinking like, God, how do I deserve your grace? And and sometimes we don't deserve it. And it's still there and his mercy is still there thank him for it. Let's pray, brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, we're grateful for your love, Father. We're grateful for your power, Lord, and how you shield us and comfort us, Lord. I ask that you just bless this message in all my brothers' hearts, Lord, that we may be able to put these things into action, Lord, that we may be able to cultivate this and make it fruit and fruit that we can pass on. Verses that were read today, Lord, we ask that to become a great recipe in our lives that we can pass on and pass down. I ask, Father, that you bless my brothers and sisters, Lord. Any need that they have, Lord, that they can be comforted knowing that you've considered them more than things that don't even worry about what's prepared for them tomorrow. Bring peace into their lives, Father. We're thankful for everything, Father. We ask that you also protect my brothers as they make their way home, Lord. If there's storms around us, Lord, that you can just hold it back, Lord, till they get home safely. We're so grateful for everything, Lord, and we ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus. Amen.